0: Welcome to another edition of Pop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Arith, and with me as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, Jar Gonzalez. What up? How's it going? What's good, baby? How you living?
1: Pretty good. Doing pretty good. A lot of That's content in life, so. Content in made. life? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of that like Mortal content, Kombat like...
2: trailer leading the the charge of of hype.
1: Mortal Kombat trailer. Yeah. Uh, I literally have like five days of comic books to read, reading expanse, TV shows, trying to make as much money as I can. Full of content. Full, of content.
3: full of
0: content. You like five this episode. episode. Just full of yeah. it. Full of content.
1: Awesome. I'm full of it. I'm full of it. we got
0: our it. third host, uh, <laughs> the Bearded Barlow. ZB, how you living, kid?
2: The Bearded Boy. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. <clears throat> you know, just tons of content. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just got so much content in your life. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I I, uh, I started watching this show this weekend. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And it's, it's like... It's actually
1: from a comic book, too.
2: Yeah, it is from a comic book and uh mm-hmm. i don't know it's like bad but like i still watch like it's like it's like i feel like it's like not good for me but like i'm like it's not like a riveting tv it's like a episode by episode who done it but like satan is one of the detectives and he's like a fallen angel and trying to prove that he's not bad and it's all kinds of wild stuff but that's been i've i've been slamming it this weekend so that's <laughs> basically where i'm at
0: All right, that's where you're at. That's an eventful weekend. I uh, (laughs) I just hopped on Peaky Blinders, which I've been told to watch for like years. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that's pretty good. It's fucking great. I just finished the first season, and yeah, I'm I'm into it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, everybody had a pretty big weekend. I I think we're all a little uh, recovery mode right now. Maybe not you, Jr., because you're not as irresponsible as Zach and I. But um, the hangover. I feel. I feel. I can see it in your eyes, Zach. I feel great. You feel great? Talking about. Yeah, I feel like a million <laughs> you bucks. You look terrible, so that's good, that's good to hear that you feel great. I, uh, I saw our story, but I uh, <clears throat> went to Card Kingdom for the first time with Fernie yesterday, and we got a booster box of uh, a little Magic the Gathering, a little oh, MTG nerds. action. So we split the booster box, opened up like 40 booster packs, and built decks, and dueled to like 4 in the morning. Who won? Um, uh, we split, like <laughs> e- completely even. Yeah, well, we do like matches, you know, and we split matches. So uh, it got to a point where that's... we just had to go fucking home because it was too too late. <laughs> but it's the first time I've ever done the booster box thing, and we did it at this bar called uh, some random bar, and it was like throwing a steak in a lion's den. Man, the the females were just flocking to our table because we oh, were I bet popping these booster packs out, just like
2: fucking ching ching. <laughs> Like, damn, wow so they're like wow falling. look at those guys with those magic the gathering cards let's look how go organized see what they're is. doing He's like,
0: categorizing them by color and stacking up all of across the <laughs> table and fucking Not not only did they get booster packs they got fucking like 40 of them a whole box like they must be so fucking well off and like what nobody's doing it was like kind of like just get the fuck out of here i'm just trying to you know i'm just trying to live Dude. i'm just trying to live my life wow no nobody even looked at us actually and the bartender eventually was like are you guys gonna get out of here soon because we have people waiting (laughs) because we were there for like two hours opening these booster packs so uh yeah it was a good time uh i made a white black angel cleric deck so not not to brag but um yeah yeah, so we're recovering but we have two (laughs) episodes to talk about today of wandavision episode six and seven uh, and then we got another delicious edition from Silver City to talk about. So uh, before we go into the comic book world, let's, let's, let's dive into that beverage breakdown. Break it down again. So, so last week, or I guess two weeks ago now, uh, we did Mystic Mojo from Silver City. And they just dropped a new beer, a uh, temporary limited edition Uh, They dropped on the 18th, uh, called Mystic Kiwi. So following the Mystic theme, and since we're still talking WandaVision and all the mysteriousness of that, it just fits. It just makes it right. And so Brandon was down there in Bremerton. He grabbed me a couple of these big boys. Uh, Mystic Kiwi. It is 7% IPA. Um, The description of it is very intriguing. Uh, Super fluffy, hazy IPA. Utilizes locally grown Kiwis from Bainbridge Island. The sweet and tart kiwi notes mingle with citrus, Simcoe, and Chinook hops then impart a myriad of piney, dank, and citrus fruit hop aromas that float along a pillowy base of oat, wheat, and milk sugar. The result drinks like a dynamic hop fruit smoothie. So,
3: pretty similar Ooh. to the
0: Mystic Mojo, um, they love the milk sugar, which is basically just lactose. I had to find that up by looking <laughs> that up. Um, but this whole fruit hop smoothie IPA approach Fruit is hop interesting. smoothie? yeah so I don't know. look how creamy that is
2: it looks yeah it does mm. look pretty pretty cloudy it's the lactose man i think that's what it is
1: that's like when i hear wasn't it nate that had that like cake tasting beer
0: yeah oh me moly okay
3: <laughs>
0: yeah that is wild it is like pillowy it's like a smoothie it's soft but it's really tart up front, and then it has, like, a little kiwi sweetness at the end, like, it's a fucking, like, you went to Jamba Juice and got something, like, that's wild. A Jamba
2: Juice beer, <laughs> dude? Yeah, I
0: don't that's, that's I don't like a smoothie, it's board. delicious, no, dude, it's really good, it's just, like, it's almost like a sour, but it's got a layer of sweet that knocks it out, like, damn, I can't even explain that, you gotta try it, they only sell it in 22-ounce bottles, and they only sell it at their restaurant or their brewery, so... Very difficult to find. Um, but if you are that's in the Bremerton area, yeah, it's exclusive shit. Hop on this. Uh, that is, it's going to be running out, I'm sure, soon. God um, goddamn, that's good. I like it.
3: Don't Silver put City in your freezer. Strikes either.
0: again. Yeah. Put them in your freezer so you can save them for good keeping. <laughs> <laughs> for safekeeping. I can't. Fucking Zach. <laughs> I actually, uh, so when Brandon was down there, I had him grab me two of these and I had him grab me two Strange Loves. So we got those for the next week episode. The ones that Zach destroyed that we never tried Famously,
3: famously yeah, so.
0: destroyed. Excited to bring those babies back. All right, so that's our beverage breakdown. Uh, let's go into some WandaVision, and uh, who's got the stopwatch ready? I'll try and knock out this synopsis. You're going to do two, two episodes,
2: episodes in 60 seconds, or should I give you 120?
0: Uh, no, just give me 60, because I'm going off the brain, so I'll probably forget some shit anyways. All right, you ready? Yeah.
2: Wait, I'm not ready. This is riveting. Okay. Ready, set, go. Episode six. We have, starting
0: off, a Malcolm in the Middle-themed show. So, uh, you know, very early 2000s rock music, kid theme playing around, running, kind of old VHS recording. Uh, they nailed it to a T. Uh, it was a Halloween-themed episode. The uh, Town Square Scare. And so everybody was in costume Uh, vision is coming to realization that he needs to figure out a solution because he wants to save everyone. And he starts exploring to the edge of the of the town and realizes that Wanda is losing her grasp on those people and they're forgotten and they are hurting. They are crying. And so he breaks out and tries to save them. And he ends up destroying himself. Uh, Wanda realizes this and extends the hex. Out to save Vision and and, and in turn encapsulate everyone else into the Hex. Uh, Episode 7, we have... Zach, you're making me nervous, Zach. In episode seven, we have uh shit. What happens in episode seven? There's a big reveal at the end, I know that. Uh fucking I was just watching it too. Oh, okay. It's modern family themed, so it's uh the intro like the documentary style um, interview. Um Wanda's losing grasp on her power. She's things are changing, things are fluttering. Uh she's definitely overextended herself, you can tell. Agnes takes away the kids for her to kind of give her a little bit of a break. Meanwhile, Darcy and Vision are going around trying to get to Wanda, but Wanda is putting up roadblocks to stop them. Also, uh, Monica Rambo breaks through the barrier and turns into uh, or gets her activates her powers that she now has. Um, subtly, and she is... I thought it was Photon, but uh, apparently JR has another name for her. I think Um, she
2: just has hella names. She she has more than one. Yeah, she's just
0: got like tons of aliases. She's like Prince. Um, (laughs) And at the very end, the big reveal is Agatha's been behind this the whole time. And she is not Agnes, she's Agatha Harkness, which we have theorized, but why has she been doing this? And that's kind of where it ends. And after the credits, you have a little scene of Quicksilver Sneaking up on Monica, looking into Agatha's basement, saying Snooper's going to snoop, and they're about to go wreck shit. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was 60 seconds, right, Zach?
2: That was uh, roughly... Two minutes and six seconds. <laughs> Fuck, that was tough. <laughs> I, had, I
0: was not prepared for that. So. Bro,
2: you were, uh, you were like still on episode one with like 10 seconds left. I was like, so what are we happened. doing, bro? Like, you're still on the first episode. You got a whole other episode to go.
0: So much happened. Well, I did the beverage breakdown on the synopsis, so you guys got to dive deep with some Easter eggs and beneath the ink. So, uh, JR, why don't you start us off? Or, or do we want to go through, you know, kind of our opinion let's of, do, of the
1: episode? Let's, let's, uh, I'm down to start there.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, opinion. I've done all the talking so far. So Who wants to jump in, talk about what they what they uh, th- what they thought?
1: All right. I can go first. All right. I'll go first. So uh, I watch episode um, six and seven actually today. Uh, trying to keep it to the last minute so I remember a lot because there's a lot that goes on in these shows, in these episodes. I mean, just trying to keep up with the Easter eggs. There's like, you know, thirty to fifty each episode almost, and you're trying to keep in and, and pay attention, but um, I actually quite enjoyed both these episodes. I think it was a great mix of um, what's happening in the Hex and what's going on outside the Hex, and I think that was pretty amazing. I, I, I was thinking, I'm, I'm, I guess I don't watch a lot of TV because I was wondering how they're going to keep this theme of copying TV shows, and um, I think they've gradually done a good job of that. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm loving like going through things. the
2: time eras too. Has been yeah. Cool.
1: yeah. Yeah. I actually heard this Easter egg about why it's set up this way. And when Wanda and vision were held up during that uh, last Avengers, you know, battle before, you know, they start going into that's what they did was binge on TV shows the whole time while they were held up in their apartment. Um, and so that's what I heard. There was a theory about, that's why you're seeing all these setups the way they are. Damn. That's what she loved. <laughs> when they were together
3: Steve. so i thought that it was pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah
1: um and i love the the little things to to kind of poke at the comic books each of them are wearing their kind of tights uniforms even the kids are wearing their own um i think tommy like wears as halloween costumes as halloween costumes yeah yeah uh, cool. yeah so there's a lot of little things i like it so i mean i'm enjoying the show quite quite a lot and, um, I don't know, for giving ratings, I'm going to go eight on both episodes. The end of episode seven was pretty creepy and I'm kind of digging it. It's still Disney-esque, still Disney-esque, but it still had a little bit of, uh, some darkness to it, which was pretty fun. And some mystery, mystery starting to un- come together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. I feel I like killed the... Sparky
0: too. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> But she's like, and I killed that s- Sparky the dog or whatever, and just starts haggling, yeah. oh. like so, yeah. so funny.
1: I've heard so many good things about her. Everybody who's who's watched the show is like in love with Catherine Hahn now, and
2: um, she's killing be. it, dude. Like she's she, killing yeah. this role. Yeah, she everything, I it was, dude. It was she's cool. so great. What do you think? I I just I'm kind of just blown away by how much I like the show. To be honest, like I think that... <laughs> yeah. I keep coming back to that as a as a central theme for WandaVision, but it's just so true to me. Like I um I was really thinking this was going to be trash and it's like not at all. It's actually like dope, really good. Um uh, well thought out, well done, super interesting and really feels like it's going to be kind of the setup for the rest of this phase for MCU. Um so, you know, I agree with JR. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. We knew that Agatha Agnes was Agatha Harkness uh we called that pretty early um so it wasn't like a big reveal or surprise but um you know to see her lair was was super dope um I thought it was funny to me when in episode six when Vision gets out of the sphere well first of all as he was getting out of the sphere I was thinking to myself like how is this even gonna work like this dude's not real he's
3: dead (laughs) he's, he's hella reggae. dead so how are
2: we how are we gonna leave this dream world bro like you are not alive so um as he went out you know he was starting to it's almost like Thanos snapped on him again and I, I remember like talking to Alicia about it and I was just watching that scene thinking like god am I gonna have to watch this guy die for a third time I feel like <laughs> I've watched this guy die so much bro like this guy's just getting wrecked left and right um uh, yeah, so that was sure. funny um And yeah, but what's interesting is that Agnes, or not Agnes, uh, Wanda's, like, seeming to lose control of the realm around her. Like, it seems like she's, like, her grasp is kind of slipping. Um, and so I think, I think it kind of, like, my theory is that she's not necessarily the one that's controlling it. I mean, I think we've already kind of touched on that. But also, I'm not convinced that, like, Agnes is the big bad of the, like, I think everybody came away from episode 7 thinking, like, oh, now we know who the villain is. And I am not convinced that we do. Like, actually, I, I'm not sure if I'd, if I'd kind of put all my money on her being the big bad of the season. Like, I wonder if there's something more going on or, like, a, a higher up that she's kind of operating under to make this, to make this thing happen. So that's kind yeah. of my question, my open questions that I have left for the season. But, I mean, overall, I, I thought they were really good, and I'm, like, really enjoying the, the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been just, like... I knew that when we started out, we were, like, a little nervous that they were leaning so far into the 60s and 50s humor, and it was just hope for the turnaround, and the turnaround's come in full force, um, and you see you see the plan from the start to finish, what they've been wanting to accomplish, and they are just nailing it. Yeah. Um, I thought episode six was really great. I loved the the Halloween. Halloween episodes of shows are always fun, um, but when... when Vision went out to the outskirts of the town and, and saw the people that were in pain and yeah. frozen and crying. Like, that was. Deep. It got kind of dark. That was fucked. They were like, like crying, crying, but yeah, like frozen. They can't move. It was like, like whoa. Repeating actions. Like, like the, you think about the reality of the situation, and it's fucking. It's, I thought that was really well done. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I thought one thing was interesting when. Quicksilver uh, said when they were talking about Vision being hurt, and goes, "What? Ha- your, your dead husband can't die twice, or whatever." And then she tossed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes me think that he's not really himself. I think that that is that was like he's like not an actually edgy, Quicksilver. Yeah, I think that was like an edgy line that I think would be only portrayed as like if a villain was pu- doing pulling some strings. That um, could be just ex- pulling that straws there. Uh, in, in episode seven, I thought that the modern family. Delivery was so great, and like the interviews of Vision, like on the side of the road, just like so like lackadaisical. Then eventually, like, what the hell am I even doing? it Takes the yeah. microphone off like this, so yeah. Funny. Um, and I am curious to see what's the theme of the next episode because they've done like decades of sitcoms, but like Modern family's kind of current. Like, I don't know what else they're gonna do. Like, what's like, the is the next Modern step? Family
2: still running shows like episodes? I
0: think I think it just finished last year. Um, okay. So I don't know what kind of structure would be next. My only thought is maybe like reality TV, like a real housewives type thing or something like that's super kind of trendy. But I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued to see where they go. Is it possible uh, that
2: they like now that they're like pretty current in that idea that they just like break from it completely?
0: That's a good it's, that's a good there's two episodes left. They could break from there's it and, Two left. Yeah,
1: they're going to go to nine. I yeah, they, I believe so. Seem, uh,
0: okay. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. But I do agree with you that it's not Agatha that's a big bad. I think she's. we still haven't been introduced to Ralph yet, and I think that's going to be the... I think what I feel like is happening is Agatha is letting Wanda run rampant so she'll get weakened because she's definitely ex- extended herself to this point where she can't control everything. Mm-hmm. And when she's weak enough, I think she's going to use her to open up a portal to Ralph or something. I think she needs Wanda to release Ralph, whoever Ralph is. If that's Nightmare, if that's Mephisto, or whatever. So my theory is that she's letting Wanda just play around and get weak and distracted, and then when she needs to strike, she can use Wanda and can maybe control her because she's not strong enough to defend herself or something. But, um, yeah. yeah, I'm still, I'm still I, waiting I, for that, that Ralph character.
2: I feel like, I feel like Mif- this feels to me like Mephisto is going to be the big bad, um, and it feels to me that Mephisto might even be the big bad for the entire phase. Like yeah, Mephisto might might be the Thanos of of this big bad, and like mm. um ultimately the, the the final battle that's kind of my where I'm leaning towards right now,
0: yeah, I, I think that makes sense, and I, I know that there's talks of like there's in the loki commercial there's a demon in in one in one part of the commercials or in the trailer, so yeah. like um, the commercials in these episodes, by the way, were fucking hilarious that yo magic yogurt commercial with the kid can't open the yogurt packet and he's like just dies on the island like it was yeah. so dark Yeah, and then the depression commercial Nexus because the world doesn't revolve around you <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you
2: to, know what's dude. wild about that depression commercial is that now that we're like in the modern times of uh in the show the commercials look like more current commercials that we'd see and as I was watching the episode that commercial came on and Alicia was like Thought it was real. Like, she didn't realize yeah. that it was, like, part of the show. She was, like, like commenting on this, co- like, how weird the commercial was. And I'm like, this is still the show, you know? So, like, I, f- I thought that was funny. Like, now that we're getting more into more modern TV style, it's tricking some people. Yeah. That could have very well been a sh- an actual commercial.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All the
0: side effects. The side effects are you going to feel your feelings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who do you guys uh... think is going
0: to play Mephisto?
2: Who would you know? want gonna to have It's going to be
0: a lot of makeup him. in. It's, it's, it's going to be a lot... It'll probably be Josh Brolin. Seems to be, like, the move. Just pull him in when they need somebody to be a villain. <laughs> Josh Brolin? Uh, no, I don't Who knows?
1: know. Who knows? I think be,
0: um, um, somebody that's... He's a he's a fucking manipulator, so it's got to be somebody that can talk. Somebody's it could be little...
1: anybody. I was... There's, like, uh, kind of Jared Leto? <laughs> No, Jared Leto. So. He's too... <laughs> he
0: take it too serious.
1: Yeah. Um it's it's kind of a weird thing cuz like in in the sh- I think it's is it the beginning of it when the when they're about to go trick or treating and he takes the kids out and he said, you know, Uncle Pete exclamation have strong mephisto energy. Um he go he tells them unleash demon spawn, which is uh they need a that kids need a father figure. And in the comic book there's two versions of the kids, there's the versions of where uh, the kids are Wanda's, but, and she uses a uh, sliver of Mephisto's soul to create them mm-hmm. with her identity. And then there's obviously there's two di- there's another version where the kids are are part partly something else, not completely different. They're part of Avengers, and um, but it's they're saying that possibly Pietro could be an actual Mephisto, playing around and having some fun, and
3: mm. causing
1: troubles and talking about daddy issues and hey you've got you know you've got me too you know i can be their dad while he goes out and you know tries verse that the neighborhood so he could be he could not be a character or an an actual actor maybe he can just go from one person to the uh, other person in each neighborhood so maybe not an actual actor like multiple people would
2: play him yeah, so he's. There yeah. like
1: has to be certain... one kind
0: of final form, though. You know, like he has to reveal himself at some point.
2: Guys, I, I got it. I got it. Final form. Al Pacino. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: fuck. I. He just has some. I actually I actually, you know, am... really...
2: <laughs> I, I actually, I actually uh, just pulled up an article that says, uh, "Will Al Pacino play Mephisto?"
1: I don't know. It I'm seems what? like he's in talks. I'm so sure like. Gonna uh, say I'm hello. Right I'm kind of bucking this this one baddie kind of thing now. I mean, I don't. It's hard to predict. I don't know um, if Mephisto would be just just this portion, and you know, uh, uh Hawkeye and Hawkeye, um, Winter Soldier and and Falcon art have their own. I, I, I'm I'm starting to get a really weird vibe, as in they're gonna Disney is gonna do whatever they can to think make you think one way, and then go a different, completely way. Yeah, and having one baddie just seems so obvious. Yeah, I don't know if that's a trick or not, and maybe Mephisto is just a part of a bigger picture that includes Thor. And I mean, I'm they're having the Eternals, and the Eternals are, you know, from space and godlike. And it's like, are they gonna have one god, or maybe there's gonna be a just a massive m- multi bad person? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know. I'm kind of feeling a little bit different about having the one bad guy scenario for the whole phase four.
2: I, I think that we're going to learn a lot more in the season finale of WandaVision. Yeah. Cause I think that the season finale is going to like point is going to be revealing as to like what they're planning for the rest of the phase. Cause they're definitely using this show to like kick the phase off. And um, so all we can do is speculate.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's so hard. I mean, it, I've, Anytime I read Mephisto, he's never been the ultimate baddie. He's just been the guy who starts the wheel spinning. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. he's just the guy who's always been, hey, I'll do this part for you, but the rest is up to you kind of thing. And I I feel like this almost feels like that. Like, hey, I'm just having a little bit of fun. Thanks for creating my kids. Now I get to take them with me.
2: Dude, look. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, but, I mean, that's all I got. I mean, that's that's um, how it just feels
2: right now. I I was, <clears throat> I'm looking at Mephisto's way. list of powers. Let's, 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 re- Mephisto's powers.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that the other day. Superhuman mean...
2: strength, superhuman speed, superhuman mm-hmm. stamina, superhuman durability, regenerative healing factor, immortality, magic manipulation, mystical deal. He makes mystical bargains. He can make uh, new contracts, yeah. Shape shifting, ensnare astral bodies, dimensional entrapment, netherworld, dimensional power tap, reality manipulation, penance stare, immunity, and medium awareness.
0: Penance stare—that's like ghost, it's... ghost rider shit.
2: Motherfucker sounds OP, bro.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I've like, ne- like
0: like it... JR. Like I, I've never seen that him be this ultimate. Baddie, like, Thanos, you, like, I
2: feel like, is, always, is like normally, like, an ultimate baddie in the in the comics. Yeah, like, you Mephisto's I mean? always kind of, like, Mephisto's a side character. Like, yeah, he I feel like been, Mephisto's yeah. not Thanos, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's why I'm having a hard time having one baddie right now, or maybe it's not him. Uh, I mean, if, if if Thanos is, like, a, a, a 10 or a, you know, 8 or whatever, depending on powers, and Mephisto's, like, right there with a 7, but he's never been, like... Anytime I've ever caught Mephisto, he's always in the background and just fucking around. Like, just not even trying to, like, take over the universe. Like, he has his own world. He loves that world. And he just sometimes wants to get... He gets bored and steps out of it for fun. And, like, I put in our Instagram post when we did, like, these character breakdowns. And Mephisto, all he wants to do is get these, like, souls of really super good people and like that's why he went after peter parker and you know he goes after scarlet witch and Mm -hmm. scarlet witch is a little bit dark though in the comics but um i think that's it's just the more and more i watch this the more i realize man this is who knows where disney's gonna take this and um i think that's the fun part i think they've
2: for sure if we're comparing phases like different
1: think
0: about where we were in phase three at this point this is iron man one like. There's no way we would have known the <laughs> big baddie in Iron Facts. Man 1. Because no. well, Thanos wasn't even, even like big a big fucking yeah. figment no. of it,
2: like thought no. at all. It was no. just like, so, holy shit, <clears throat> there's an Iron Man movie. Whoa, that's crazy. Comic books are movies now. Like, I remember and that like, was like, yeah.
0: that was the big yeah, thing. Yeah, Iron Monger was the big baddie at that point. And I think that, you know, this is obviously much more choreographed because they've gone through it, so they know what they want to accomplish more so maybe. Uh, when fa- in Phase 3 they might not have had it all lined out to where they knew it was going to work out like the way it did is kind of kept building and building. Um, and so maybe they, ha- they do have more linear thoughts in this. And this is a much more choreographed jumping off point than Iron Man one. But at the same time, I still think there's so much time to go. They're not going to reveal the big baddie anytime soon. So if Mephisto no, comes out early, I don't, so. I don't think he's going to be the epic. ending I agree. one. So, um, Jar sure, what, what uh, Easter eggs did you pull away from this one?
1: So episode six, there's, there's the quick Quicksilver was a big one. Um, obviously him coming in age of Ultron. There's at the beginning where he, they actually show it's, I blurred these together. So I hope I get this right. Um, interesting. Uh, Peter's effect is very much how the power for was represented in age of Ultron and not how it was an excellent fills. He seems to have at least some of his memories, uh, Patriot assuming that he is the first one in place. Um, there, so Pietro is kind of there's a, a kick ass reference in there, where uh the kids are out in the you know playing around and he's like uh <clears throat> at one point right before Pietro and the kids run off, Tommy describes something as kick ass and Wanda repeats it kick ass, which is hmm. the actor who played um, Quicksilver in <laughs> the Ultron movie was kick ass.
2: Um, oh, was he really? Yes. Yeah, oh shit, I didn't realize that. Man, I fucking love that series. <laughs> that movie's so good.
1: Uh Aaron Taylor Johnson. So ATJ. Nice. With the uh um MCU Quicksilver. And obviously they you know, they're poking fun at the whole we get the I think Disney is the evil empire baddie because they're just poking fun of how much power they have. <laughs> like, hey, we're gonna show you this Quicksilver. But actually, get you this Quicksilver because now we own the rights to both. So you know,
2: <laughs> they're think, just like flexing. <laughs> just, yeah, are, I think dude. so
1: a little bit. Um, <laughs> in, in that same line, they do a Top Gun reference as well. Um, I feel the need for speed, which is uh, the 1986 Top Gun reference, um, which is also Tommy's superhero name in the comic books is Speed. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, obviously, um, the upcoming Top Gun movies up. up Coming top gun sequel um it's coming up it stars miles taylor who played reed richards oh, well that's pretty cool um and then let's see there's so much there's the ellis avenue there's obviously agnes in a daze uh agnes mentions getting lost with vision points out that she supposedly grew up in this town agnes talks about making the wrong turn um, Agnes Cray's laughter goes perfectly well with her costume, giving her off some wicked Wizard of Oz themes. I thought yeah. that totally gave me the wiz- wizard, like, right off the That bat, was a lot I of that foreshadowing,
2: was... I, That's that whole scene. Like, when yeah. Vision and her had that conversation, I remember thinking, like, bro, first of all, that girl lying. Like, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> she is lying. And then when she had her little laugh and it was, like, all witchy, I was just like, okay, yeah. she's She's... She's the wish. She's got the cackle about, down
0: so. for sure. She's got that cackle right. down.
2: Man, Jordan's yeah. in love, I think.
0: Oh, 100%. I you, fell in love with Catherine Hahn when I saw step-brothers. She's so fucking funny. Yo, you you're, you're you're feeling <laughs> Catherine
2: Hahn?
3: Oh yeah. Bro, she's Catherine Hahn is there's something Rack. about
1: about her. Um there's a she had a TV show on She's in Parks and Rec. Uh
0: yeah, she was like the opposing team's campaign manager when... She was Paul Rudd's right. campaign manager. Oh,
2: that's right. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. She was the big wig uh, political campaign C. manager from Washington, <laughs> yeah. D.C. that, like, came down and gave Leslie No all all sorts uh, of help. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that,
1: that gives her her range from being Park and Wreck to having her she had her own, like, one-season uh, kind of drama in, um, on Amazon with Kevin Bacon. And, I mean, she gets, like, hammered and, and like, that she's like fucked up in that thing which is very intense to watch if you ever watch it um I think they even took it down because I haven't seen it in a long time but her her acting chops it's are it's too heavy
0: for Amazon they took it down Jesus
1: dude I think they took it down there's a couple shows they ta- they've they taken down off of there um so I thought that was pretty great. um there, let's see what else this is the uh episode where Monica Rambo starts to show her uh her superpowers coming through there obviously her uh Darcy on You know, talks about her DNA starting to be altered from crossing the barrier twice. Uh, I'm not sure if that's how it happened in the comic book. I don't remember. Monica Rambeau is an obscure character. I'm going to be honest with you. Not really something I looked into growing up. In the comics? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um,
3: I looked up her since she was exposed
0: to, like, uh, some kind of weapon, like, um, similar to Captain Marvel like that like overly radiated focus. that makes a
1: lot of sense so yeah so i guess this what's is what's weird though is cross, like
2: crossing through the barrier I, I okay that's like i kind of had a beef with that though because if she has powers and she was like exposed to some sort of whatever like captain marvel was wouldn't she like know it like or remember it or are we like rewriting her history and then saying that going through wandavision's barrier yeah I gave so. her powers and if we're doing that, I don't know how, like, I guess I get it because there was that scene where they were talking about how every time you go in there, your molecular structure is being changed, so we don't know if you're ever going to be the same again. And then she, like, did it and then got powers that way, but...
3: Shit. Uh, and I, go that I, I don't know. I,
2: I feel like the backstory of one time Wanda created a sitcom bubble from hell and I went through it too many times so got powers just doesn't, like... I don't know, I don't love it that much, but that's just me. Yeah, and
0: they if you think about it, they put a bunch of people through the hex now. Like when she extended it, all those cops. And yeah, shit what about all the people with, from the village, like in
2: the town right. that have been living in that thing? Are they all right. gonna have so, superpowers? I also like, think she had to have some dumb. kind of
0: she has history with Captain Marvel, so maybe she had some kind of exposure all previously and then it's just like activated it. Kinda of like the mutant gene is activated by certain things or certain times. Who knows? who fucking knows yeah but yeah she has powers now what was her name what's Uh, her actual name monica Uh, rambo no her 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 hero name that jr was saying
1: well i i've heard i've read it as spectrum but there's other people that have called it polson or i mean i guess photon i have
2: pulsar photon Daystar, captain marvel scepter lady of light sun goddess yeah Spectre, She's got Spectrum. Spectrum. Yeah. She's got all kinds of names. She's got so many AKAs. Her AKAs got AKAs. I feel like w- what that tells me is that in the in her lore and like in her history as a as a fictional character, um, she, nothing has like stuck, and writers keep trying new things. Yeah. Which yeah. Ma- which kind of makes yeah. me feel like she just hasn't been a super successful character in the in the lore. Yeah. Quite yet. Yeah.
1: Being she was. From what I, I think I remember, there was a she. She was the first, um, I think, first black woman as a. she was definitely the first black uh, Captain Marvel, um, and then I, I think she was the first black woman to have like almost those type of powers or those like not necessarily a title, but take over like a main character in the Avengers. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like a big deal. The book actually spiked. In cost within the last year, I mean, Action City had it for like fifty bucks, and I, I guess it. shot. Damn, fifty bucks. Up. Fifty bucks, which I sh- wow for me, that's not a bad deal. Now it's probably higher than that because now when she is she on, um, TV now, which shot that book even higher, probably. Um, so Dang, it's pretty intense. Um, just some kind of random stuff from from the Halloween. Uh. One of the kids in the background was dressed as uh, Mortal Kombat as Sub Zero, which we kind of had a little debate on Slack earlier this Zach week. Zach thinks with that Sub Zero uh... gets too
0: much love.
2: I do. <laughs> I don't think it's fair. They, they clearly, for our audience, I, I can re- re- restate my point. They, I think that the, the teams that work on Mortal Kombat, both in fiction, in movies, and in the video games, put more effort into making Sub Zero dope. Than Scorpion, and I feel like they've done that since the dawn of Mortal Kombat, from the very first Mortal Kombat, all across every I- IP that Mortal Kombat's ever have. I feel like they put more effort in Sub Zero than they do in Scorpion, and that pisses me off, because I'm a Scorpion's fanboy, and I feel like that you boy that boy does not get enough love. He clearly is the uh, redheaded stepchild of of the uh, two. And Reptile though
0: Reptile is one of the one of those guys too, and he is getting any fucking love.
2: Like Scorpion, Rep, at least gets... Reptile's not even in the the Mortal Kombat 11. They just like canceled him. Yeah, he's reptile the fucking was my redheaded favorite to play. Child,
0: like of those groove, and there's like the, <laughs> the magenta one,
2: like Rain or something. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but
0: rains he's in it. Like all...
2: Rain, rains, rains in more. Mortal rains Mortal.
0: in it, and fucking Reptile isn't. That's, that's, cold-blooded. Yeah.
2: Remember, remember yeah. like, that's cold blooded. Yeah, remember he was like taking acid. Literally, cold yeah. blooded. Uh, that was yeah, my so favorite. Guy gets all to love,
0: play. but I think Scorpion is is, is, is a cooler character. I agree. I like his his dark side and. I was bummed out in the trailer that he's a, he- a normal human and he's not. They, he, they better get some demonic shit going on with him, Cause I think they do. Because
1: just... he's in flames at one point, so okay, good. I, I did not see that part. Which that movie comes out April, so keep your calendars
0: uh, open. We'll be, we'll be talking I about feel like... that
2: movie for. Sure. That Mortal Kombat trailer could have been called "Watch Sub Zero Do Football. It was a Sub Zero sure. movie. Yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> like oh, the whole thing so was like Sub Zero doing wild stuff, and I was just sitting there like loving it and pissed at the same time.
1: <laughs> it looked I, amazing. So I mean, I people I'm, what they want.
0: Zach says you got to tell the people what they Sub-Zero, want. Sub Zero. Yeah, you got to. Exactly. You got to.
2: Jordan said you got to give the people what they want, and I said no. You got to. What did I say? I, I, you gotta I tell the people what they want. Clever. You yeah, gotta tell the people what they want. You want to yeah.
0: WandaVision them. You want to just control their minds,
2: bro. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. I, no, no, no. What I mean by that, uh, though, so that, is like... That's pretty dope. I get you gotta give the people what they want, but I think people want Sub-Zero because they put effort into making Sub-Zero dope. And He's I feel like if they character. put more effort into making Scorpion dope, then the people would want Scorpion. Like, I think the, what the people want is a product of... The energy they put towards a character—that's people I want think. more Kano.
0: That's what they want. They want more Red eyes. Yeah, I love Kano. how in that trailer
2: too, the very first scene is Jack's getting his arms ripped off. Like, why in every Mortal Kombat, Jax just gets fucked up? <laughs> and like,
0: why do they show it in the just trailer? Gets wrecked. Like, how are they show that yeah. in the trailer, man? Save that for the movie. Yeah, yeah so garbage. All right, any more uh, Easter eggs uh, for us, <laughs> Jr.
1: Yeah, there's a couple, one more. Uh we'll do uh again with the Halloween stuff. There was in the background there was uh, Jason Voorhees and his sweater uh there some some someone was dressed dressed as Jason and <laughs> had the sweater of Freddy Cougar so obviously that's a nod. And that uh a nod to the Freddy versus Jason uh which suits up with their time period, I guess. Um which is the early 2000s with a Malcolm in the middle. So that's mm-hmm. number 6. Um like I said there's a lot um, oh, fuck. We let's can pick some highlights jump seven. Into, yeah, let's just do some... That's so much. Um, my favorite things about number seven were A- A- Agnes's, uh, Agatha's Cave, you know, um, which had the uh, Dark Book of Magic. Wanda's investigation of Agnes' basement leads to her discovering what appears to be an ancient temple, presumably to be the center of the Nexus in Westfield. And um, it's where... The, the, if anybody knows about the the book of magic, that has to do with what's his face dr strange, strange? and um mm. yep and or it could you know do with some other you know magic stuff but obviously that what that's what it came up to me when I saw it the book of magic, and he's always trying to protect that as well um mm. dr Strange, and it's sitting in her basement, which could lead to the next. Thing, which is the doctor strange and the multiverse which Catherine
2: Hahn is uh gonna co-star in, in.
1: yep so uh, I, I that was my favorite part of that yeah, um obviously Monica starts to show her powers which I thought were a little cheesy to me but whatever the Iron Man pose out of that was a, was a seemed cheesy. to be a little nod to to the man himself Tony Stark um and the Nexus, uh, obviously you said it's non- the
0: Nexus, that place. And that's, that was what the commercial was. Yes. In
1: the middle of everything, which is, mm-hmm. she's controlling and she's petting her cat, you know? And, um, so that's, I mean, that seems to be, you know, this is where she had a mental type of breakdown and was sitting in her bed and there's like little, you know, there's a hex pattern on her blanket, you know, there's, um, she's starting to, you know, have, breakdowns i think and obviously things are coming apart and monica breaks through and she's trying to be the hero right now but other than that i think that's pretty much all i have that sparked my interest for how, how do you eggs. guys
2: feel about monica rambo
1: i'm i was digging her and then i'm just not for me just seemed a little rushed in this last episode with her getting power i think if she didn't get powers i think it would be better um, but now she's almost like I'm ready to fight you, Scarlet Witch, and Scarlet Witch is like, no, you ain't, you ain't even clearly my level of power. So how dare you try and challenge me? And it was about to be like Rumble in in the pod, you know, the A and E sixty day reality show of people in prison. And they're about to go at it. <laughs> the they're, they're about to take their shoes on, A&E? or they're about to go laces, and they're about to go pull. barefooted, bro.
3: What
1: oh when God, you got Content dude, in your so life, scared. you got. You got A&E cons yeah, content about in your life, bro? <laughs> yeah, I got A&E content. Um, oh, no. There's the, uh, the sugar snaps, which is a reference to Thanos, obviously, when she's eating cereal.
2: Mm. So, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Interesting. That's
1: all I got for now. There's so much. I don't even, like, there, you can get lost in this crap. <laughs>
2: such, yeah. such a black
0: hole. At that uh, point, if, if it's not a productive Easter egg, it's just a just a little fun little... Miscellaneous item. Um all right, thanks for pulling those JR. And then Zach, you did a little research on our girl that we've been praising this whole episode, Miss Miss Harkness, right?
2: Yeah, I just have some some f- little I did a deep dive on Agatha and uh came up with some interesting things. Her uh introduction to the Marvel Universe was in 1970 in the Fantastic Four 94. Um her powers are pretty kind of straightforward. She's a magic wielder um there's a uh in the comics she helps wanda she's kind of a mentor to wanda in the comics which is what gives uh wanda the moniker of scarlet witch um and ultimately uh in this version that i was reading um mephisto is like i don't want to say father of her twins of wanda's twins but like they came from him Uh, essentially, and we already kind of touched on that, but um, Agatha knew about it, and Wanda didn't, and Wanda finds out and then, in a rage, kills Agatha and Mephisto for finding out, Mm. which I felt was pretty, would be wild to watch on screen. Imagine the drama in those scenes. like Because they're like, mentor, best friend, helped raise her kids, then Wanda like goes berserk and kills her, and Mephisto, that'd be wild. Um... I'm trying to see what else is like real super interesting. Yeah, that's basically that's basically what I just wanted to touch on. Her history with Wanda, her history on helping raise Wanda's kids, and her history of deceit, and ultimately what Wanda mm-hmm. does to Agatha in the comics. I think is uh, pretty pretty wild to think about. Yeah, yeah. she's
1: um, there. There's a. Uh, I think it's it definitely. A, I remember uh, Agatha in the Spider-Man book, and she had a diary basically predicting the future mm. if I remember this right and in that diary she you know describes certain things and almost like a riddle kind of thing and um that's how I remember her is having these kind of like again having these powers but not always seem to not be a forefront enemy or you know bad guy or a, a main character so she's again I, I see why she falls in line with Mephisto because she's just you know, someone picks his diary up and reads it, and it's about them. And it's like, how did that happen, right? And mm-hmm. she's just got these magical powers. But mm-hmm. she's always been in that background. And um, she's obviously, Katherine Hahn playing her, does, has no resemblance to what the character in the book looks. And the character in the book, she looks
2: like. She's, like, old. Uh,
1: super old. She actually looks like um uh, uh Peter Parker's aunt. You know, it's (laughs) exactly the same with the hair bun.
2: What's what's interesting about Agatha Harkness is that she doesn't really strike me altogether as like villainous. Like she's not like, you know, Prince of Chaos and Gotham City, burn it all down, kill innocence, like classic villain. She's kind of Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I mean, she's Wanda's mentor for a long time. I mean, they're like. She helps Wanda control her powers and, and figure out what this what this witch life is all about and puts her on game and she yeah. so th- and that just leads me back to I think my initial point at the very beginning of this conversation like I'm just not convinced that Agatha's the big bad of the season like I I'm no. I think actually the more I talk about it the more I'm like convincing myself of the opposite like I don't think Agatha is the big bad I think that there's something else out there that we just haven't seen yet.
0: Right. Okay, so what I,
1: happens I, I, in episode 8? Yeah. Uh, um I think,
0: that <laughs> I think she's yeah. got
2: some she's got some splaining to do. That's what I think yeah. is going to happen. I think I think Agatha is going to sit Wanda down and and explain to her like, "Okay, so this is what's happening. This is why you're here." And and then like introduce in that explanation some some threat that we haven't seen yet. As a reason yeah. why Agatha's here protecting Wanda from whatever that threat is. And that's my, that's what I think is going to happen.
1: I think, I think the same thing. I mean, she's been around for before, they're talking before, like Atlantis. So, Atlantis. So, I mean, she's got these, like, you know, skills to be um, helpful as well. So, maybe this is her doing it's so conniving this whole thing with if if mephisto's involved because you've got you've got her playing a game that she's being manipulated by wanda but then Mm -hmm. she comes out and reveals herself to wanda and it's like everything's like a double cross triple cross and i feel like she's trying to at the end hey we can break this together since i'm a magical being from you know like she is actually like was it in part of the salem trials like she was i read that She got burned at the stake in Salem. Mm -hmm. So, she has been persecuted and, you know, I think, I hate to say but dominated in a way that she probably hates people like Mephisto, but does it in a way that is conniving and um, self-preserving at times. Mm -hmm. But that comes out in in a... uh, in a way of, of helping someone else. Because, I don't know, maybe her help... Maybe she's been stuck with this deal with Mephisto long enough and this is a way to get out of it. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Who knows if it's Mephisto? Who knows it? I mean, this yeah, is why I it's agree. so insane. Yeah. It is insane.
2: Um, insane. I think insane. that... Over, over, off. under. Oh, go ahead.
0: No, oh, I just think there's going to be some, or... some kind of standoff because I think that Monica and uh, Pietro are about to enter the lair. And I think that Monica is going to think Pietro's on her side, but I think Pietro's going to reveal himself to be Nightmare or one of Mephisto's minions and be under control, and like she's going to like yep. turn around it's and he's going possible. to be against her. And then it's her and yeah. Wanda versus Agatha and Pietro or something. Right. And then they reveal mm, yeah. the big baddie who enters at the very end of the episode, and then whole last finale episode is the battle or Vision. Vision has to get mm-hmm. there somehow too. So so
2: much can happen. I'm so excited. Yeah. I have a question though. Over under. There's two episodes left of this season. Do we, as an audience, watch Vision die for a fourth time? Yes. <laughs> in the next two episodes, you think I we think do? So. I, don't I know think how he can actually move on. goes.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be able to have his form. I mean, he never dies. He goes I think he just. I think he goes back to being. Uh, Jarvis. What Tony Jarvis? I think he goes oh, really? back into, yes, and I think he sits in there for quite a while until the Avengers come back, um, mm. which could be phase five or whatever. You know, I don't know. Captain mm. America comes back or something. I don't know, but um, I think he's, I think they're, they've been trying to get rid of these old characters. Is this another way to do it? You know, just put him back into the computer and let him be Jarvis for a little while and help out maybe the new Iron Man or something. I don't know.
2: Man, I think I'm getting kind of tired of watching that character die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's
1: gonna die. I think he's just gonna like phase into like you know like one of those ninety like virtuosity, you know, with uh, Denzel Washington and, and Russell Crowe, and he comes except for it's the opposite. He goes back into the computer mm. instead of die. And because he's gonna hop
0: into like a, a cord in the power line, and you're gonna see a little spark go all the way up into the computer, like the like in Wreck It Ralph.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what's I gonna happen. Exactly all right, gonna,
0: yeah. All right. Well, that's our that's our uh, our thoughts and our pre- predictions, and you know we're pretty we're pretty spot on so far. So I think that we'll uh, we'll be pretty close in episode eight. We actually have um, been like
2: mad spot on this 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 time. I feel like we're like really fucking in our prime right now. I feel like we've called a lot of shit. All right. Well, let There's
1: a lot of research that goes into it this one. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. There's there's a lot of theories, but I think that we've got enough resources at our disposal where we can. Take the thirties that make the most sense. And we got JR, who's always our secret weapon. And um, Zach, obviously. who has
2: the biggest brain.
0: Just okay. <laughs> big, <laughs> throbbing brain of yours. Uh, yeah. JR, you want to <laughs>
1: give some shout-outs before we close off? Uh, just same as always. you know. Every uh, Tuesday, we're doing uh, at Action City. We are hosting, helping them out for now, doing their, um, their life claims shows. There's a really good book on this week as a teaser. We're gonna miss it because this comes out on Wednesday, but uh Tuesday we Doug has several copies of the uh hip hop variant of Miles Morales Spider Man number one. Um graded at a nine point eight. So um if you miss the show, which you have if you listen to this, you know, give the store a call, check it out. He's got a couple copies of those. Pretty hard to get these days without paying a ton of money. So I'm not saying it's not a ton of money, but I'm just saying that you have access to it. So
2: Damn that's tight. Very cool. Yeah, very cool.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, then, like and
0: subscribe. Share the news about Hop Heroes to your friends. Uh, Let's keep this fan base growing. But as always, follow us at Hop Heroes Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And we will catch you all next week.
2: Peace.